Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Jeez, Keith, we've we got to get you an EpiPen or something. Why, why would that this be? This is just happening way too much now. Okay. I, I get it. The swelling, you're allergic to something. <laughs> bee stings or something in your diet. I don't know what it is. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get you an EpiPen, man. I appreciate, the, I appreciate the, the swelling. Care. I appreciate the caring. It means a lot to me. <laughs> I mean, how many times has this happened lately? I don't know. I'm it wasn't even something. I can't figure it out. Wasn't even six weeks ago. I don't think that you had another episode, and, and here it is again. <laughs> Obviously, Keith on vacation. I guess, did he go to Dublin? Is he in Dublin so, for the yeah. Nebraska game? Yeah, uh-huh. big Dublin game yeah. this weekend. Mm-hmm. Dublin uh, is hosting Nebraska. I mean, when you think of college football. You think I Dublin, think Ireland. Dublin, Ireland. You really do. <laughs> you really do. So we welcome uh, Jeffy in this week. Uh, and uh, Paul Pelosi pled guilty yesterday. Yeah, baby. He got a deal, though, where... Oh, my God. I guess he already spent two days in in jail. There was no way he was going to do any time. They suspended two more and uh, let him... For the remaining day, they let him do community service. Pathetic. (laughs) Anybody else, you're in jail. Oh, yeah. You're in jail. I mean, he got fined, I don't know, 150 bucks or something. I mean, that's going to put it back. That's gonna that's gonna slow sure it down. Is. Yeah, and he has to, and I'm sure you know, obviously with attorneys and everything, it's gonna be thousands of dollars. <laughs> but it's not, you know, ten don't grand you, to Paul Pelosi is nothing. Don't you love that he pulled out the "Don't you know who I am?" thing? Pretty much, I love it by saying, uh, "What was it? The, he said, I'm a high profile it. person. Yeah. I'm a high profile person." And to your point, <laughs> cop was like, "Yeah, I I know who you are. Yeah, we uh, know who you are. Yeah, don't worry about it." Whatever. We know who you are. We don't really care. Some of the pics of the crash was actually worse than I thought it was. Uh, yeah. You know, some of the pics showed, uh, you know, showed the crash, uh, the post crash, and there's video of him going through the test mm-hmm. with the, you know, with the dash cam from the police department. Um, He's lucky he didn't kill somebody. He's I know. Very fortunate. And and there's also a lesson to be had in that the guy that he hit. We talked about it before. Said he was fine the night of. Yeah, and then a couple of days later was like, "Ow, uh, on my neck and <laughs> on my back, uh, my shoulder, uh-huh. and I can't move, mm-hmm. and I'm traumatized. <laughs> I can't work yes. ever again in my life. I'm done working. I can't. I can't even face it. You've got Paul. You need to take care of me, bro. And I can't face going into that tiny little house I live in either. So." Uh, I'm gonna need some cash if you, here. If you a think lot. I'm driving that Jeep anymore? You're out of your mind. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Is he really claiming the injuries uh, yeah, now? I, yeah, that, the original story was it was took a couple of days, and then he realized, oh yeah, I'm in a lot of pain, and mm-hmm. a lot of stuff to get done. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's why you never. I mean that that is actually a, uh, if you ever get into an accident, never say you're fine mm-hmm. at the accident. Never. Well, uh, just in case there's a real thing that comes up because it can happen delayed. Well, yeah, I think an attorney I mean, would even tell you that. Why are you, why are you for your it scam like, purposes? Why are you making it seem like it's a scam? Because I know that's how you mean it. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> so regardless of whether you're seriously in pain or not, you claim you are days later. And, and he uh, has to put uh, an ignition interlock device on his vehicle, too. Yeah, but he has right to here. blow into the... Yeah, if he wants to drive. I mean, wow. Why was he driving? To begin? I, mean, I don't I, know. I, really, he's got, I realize I he's got, he likes to drive the Porsche around. Uh, Mr. Big Shot, he was coming mm-hmm. from some party or his girlfriend's. And, uh, you know, so I guess the one picture showed him have a, some sort of party wristband on. So I guess he technically did actually uh, attend a party. A, yeah, they, this is the picture uh, all bruised up after the accident in the police department. And uh, he's wearing the little party band there. Maybe, maybe that's the jail band. I don't know. He's got the old guy hands now. Well, yeah, plus those bruises from Plus being, those bruises. And yeah. you bruise much easier when your skin gets like that. Do you? I can tell you that from firsthand experience. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, sad. Okay. Pathetic. And, ah, but look at these young, youthful hands. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, I mean, he's not, so they put a, a blower on his car. He's just not going to drive. Right? Just get a driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if he wants to drive. You you gotta you gotta blow those things. Those things are uh, kind of annoying uh, because uh, I know of someone who had one in their automobile. Do you? And uh, they they uh, like you'll be driving Uh and you'll get an alert that you have to blow into it. And if you can't pull over or get into it right away, they just turn your car off. Wow, really? Turn your car off. Just pull off. (laughs) So you're you're pulling over and, and doing it right then. Wow. Uh, pretty incredible. Yeah. I mean, they expect, mm. how dare they? The how dare they? The expects you to just when blow all you at their whim. Was drink and drive. <laughs> and then they expect certain things of you right. because of it. Wow. I know. What a world. What a world. <laughs> uh, also, today is the day, maybe, <clears throat> they expect an announcement from uh, Joe Biden on loan debt forgiveness. Good. Yeah, that's good. Isn't it, though? Uh, They're pissed, many people, not because he's forgiving $10,000 worth of debt, but because that's not nearly enough. That's close to being enough. That's nowhere near enough. I read that the NAACP is pissed about it. Oh, yeah. And how dare he, when we got him elected, 90% of us showed up and turned up for him. And it's it's not because he's forgiving debt. It's because they want more. Yeah, they want it all. Mm. It's, and and even even uh, you know, party members in D.C. It's not enough. How about zero? Yeah. How about, How about zero? Those people who couldn't afford college and didn't take out a massive loan uh, and get in debt for the rest of their lives. Uh, kind of un- unfair to them. Just a tad. Uh, kind of unfair to the people who did take out debt and paid it off already. Yeah. How about those people? They're probably a little bit pissed. 
Why didn't you forgive my debt? I mean, this is a this is a no winning situation actually for Joe Biden, and so I don't know what he's. I mean, the be, his best. Yeah, the ten thousand dollars is stupid because it's not. It's yeah. nowhere near enough for the lefties, and it's too much for us. Yeah. So just shouldn't be don't doing do any it. of it. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing it. And, and plus, then you turn around. You that causes and uh, uh, you know the ripple effect of colleges have just raised the price. Mm-hmm. I mean, how come we're not having an argument on how much colleges are charging? Right. You know, I mean, they, they. Why don't you go directly to Harvard and tell them to lower their tuition please, rate? Yeah, I all I, the. I mean, basically, and I realize not every university, but most of these universities, uh, they've got a little bit of savings. Oh well, Harvard has an endowment of fifty billion dollars. That's fifty it, billion. So they've got like twenty-five thousand students, I believe. What that means is they could have. All of those students go to college, graduate from Harvard for free. All of them for free for the next 25 years. They could all go for free. Uh, just use your endowment and uh, allow everybody to go to Harvard. And if they were to do that. You can just you keep could, your standards, but you just don't charge them anything. And you could make the argument that uh, that would actually be better in the long run because once everybody graduates, then they would just pass the hat and refill the coffers right yeah that's and right so they could just True. continue on forever you really could you really could because that's that will happen absolutely i mean 50 billion isn't where it's going to end right so just shows that they're insincere just shows that they're hypocrites um because none of none of the colleges are proposing proposing that none of the politicians oh, no. are proposing that nobody's talking about it no. colleges charge no we don't <laughs> we need to pay off those loans. And the U.S. government doesn't set their tuition price. So why aren't you pissed at the college? But they kind of do, right? I mean, they with when the government took over the uh, Well, they took the over loans, the loans. Yeah. yeah. Which, well, which kind of meant that it was guaranteed the, the university to charge whatever the heck they wanted. Yeah, but they don't have to. Well, no, they don't. Yeah, but they do. I mean, they keep raising the rates. So uh, it's just an upside-down situation. And uh, it's frustrating because there's no way to make every, anybody happy about this. No way. And and like we just said, you're going to get everybody pissed instead. I don't know who's happy. <laughs> hey, thanks for the $10,000. Nobody's saying that. No, <laughs> nobody's saying that. Yeah, I still owe $75,000 and you're going to bump that down to 65000 Hey, Thank thanks. You. Thank you. Yeah. They but don't he has care. paused payment, right? So Yeah, he, he has. He has paused payment, so they're They'll not probably do it, it again today. Yeah. He'll announce that... There's $10,000 that we're wiping out, and it's a pause. So nobody pays right now. Oh, wow. Okay. So you get, and you get the, I guess you get the forgiveness if you make up to $125,000. That's fairly generous. So. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that I'd be willing. I, I thought about maybe uh, saying, you know, okay, so we pay off your tuition, mm-hmm. but you lose your degree. You know what I mean? So that if you if you get your tuition, if you say, yeah, okay, I want my tuition paid off, mm-hmm. then you can't go around saying you have the degree that you have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that they'd go for that. I don't think they would. I don't no. think they would, no. Mm-mm. But I'm just, you know, just trying to yeah, think a little just bit outside of the box yeah. a little okay. bit. I'm a helper. Yeah. That's definitely outside the box, I would say. <laughs> also, Democrats are apparently already going back on the deal they made with uh, Joe Manchin. Uh, I was predicted, 
And less than a month after it was announced that Joe Manchin had the agreement with Chuck Schumer, uh, that deal may already be falling apart. Um, The deal that took place between Manchin and Schumer, as well as Biden and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, assured Manchin there would be a separate method approved that would involve permits for energy infrastructures, uh, including gas pipelines. So they'd give permits to build pipelines, which we need. There would also be new lease sales for oil drilling on federal lands. But here's what Tom Carper said. Uh, He said, I'm confident we'll find some areas where we agree. Uh, There will probably be some areas where we don't agree. I'm not sure the vehicle. I feel confident we'll do that. At the end of the day, though, I love this. At the end of the day, I just don't want us to make the changes in permitting for the oil companies that will undermine our ability to fight climate change. That tells you everything you need to know. There you go. Right there. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it because they'll claim, no, nah, I'm sorry. We we can't have that. Uh, that will impede our ability to fight climate change. And did we want to do that too? We've got catastrophic. We wanted yeah, to do it. But we have catastrophic climate change going on right now. We can't afford it. We can't. We just can't do it. You know, and they already signed the bill into law. Yeah. But you know they're going to screw him and us every single time these lying sacks make these arrangements. They go back on him. Remember with the uh, Obama, who was the the Demo- Democrat that was pro-life? And he got some concessions on the Obamacare bill because he was standing in the way of that. And they finally convinced him, no, 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 we won't fund. Uh, there, No federal money will go to abortions. He's like, okay, yeah, all right, good, yeah, yeah, all right. Immediately, that was thrown out the window, and we funded uh, abortions with federal hey, we money. we can't have that. Yeah, yeah, no. can't have that. It's um, women's reproductive rights. We can't have that. But you said. No, yeah, I know, I but know. we just can't have it. It's women's reproductive rights. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to impede our ability to fight climate change. We can't do that. Sorry. No. I mean, there. that's the whole deal. I, I realized, I didn't realize that uh, the Great Lakes are actually warming faster than the oceans. So uh, the Inflation mm, Act right. is going to help protect our water. The fighting inflation thing is it'll cool off the Great Lakes. <laughs> Senator, <laughs> Senator Staben out mm. from Michigan uh-huh. uh, told, us, told us this, and it's, uh, it's pretty convincing. Hi. Why am I standing by the water to talk about the Inflation Reduction Act? Well, I don't know, Debbie. Why? It has the largest investment uh-huh. in tackling the climate crisis that we've ever done as a country, reducing by forty percent emissions over the next eight years. That's and fantastic. Why does that matter to our water? Why? Why does that matter to your water? The Great Lakes are actually warming faster <gasps> than the oceans. Faster. Right now. Faster than the faster, oceans. Faster, kids. And Lake Superior right. is the one of the five fastest warming lakes in the world. Oh. We're going to lose cold water fishing. No, so, for all of us cold water fishing, are you? Love our Great Lakes, who love Shut our water, up. who care about our land. This is a huge investment. I was proud to lead and the provision. Everybody's uh-huh. proud to lead. Yeah, everybody. A real difference. Debbie Stabenow. Remember how everybody talked about her? Our water. Oh, so, wait. Ah, it's great ah. to celebrate <laughs> what's in the. He was everywhere. Oh, you couldn't you couldn't get away from Debbie Stabenow. It's like, oh, there she is again because she's and leading the way it. on the deficit reduction bill or the 
inflation Please. reduction bill. <laughs> <laughs> Completely ignored, but she led the way. She led the way. She was proud that she well, led she the way. She was proud that she was one yeah, of the leaders. Yeah, I'm proud way. of her for it, too. That was great. <laughs> but I didn't realize. I didn't know that. So I didn't either. They're warming up fast, are they? I, mm. According to Deb. Huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so stupid. So now Lake Superior is cooling back down. It's far we got as the I, bill done, so it must be cooling off. I again. guess. I mean, Good. right now. I'm glad we saved I mean, cold water fishing. Before the bill was signed, mm-hmm. you could see it boiling. Bubbling. Yeah. Oh, I hate when that happens. I know. Jeez. I know. So it was 212 degrees? <laughs> it was. Planes yeah, could not fly over Lake Superior. That is, that's not good for cold water fishing, no, I'll tell is, you that. No, it is not. <laughs> When the water is not. boiling, I'm saying, no, I'm not going cold water fishing today. I'm not going to do it. Well, it's not boiling now, though. No, well, we they signed the bill. Yeah. Yeah, so everything's fine. Okay, good. Good. So are we going cold water fishing today? <laughs> I guess Let's so. Let's go up to Lake Superior. I guess so. Let's go. All right. Uh, millions of Americans are waking up to a country they don't recognize. Uh, and while they struggle to raise their families and pay the bills, the media and corporations are telling them uh, that... They are what's wrong with the country. Thankfully, there's some companies that believe in America and in our Constitution. Uh, Patriot Mobile is one of those. It's America's only Christian conservative cell phone company, and it's on the front lines fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and the Second Amendment. It's why Patriot Mobile is different from other providers. Inflation has made it really hard on a lot of Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans to fit almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service, plus the knowledge that your money is supporting the values that made America great and will again. Go to patriotmobile.com pat, or you can call 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code PAT and get free activation. Special discounts are available for respo- uh, veterans and first responders. So join the movement. Make this switch today. patriotmobile.com pat. Offer code PAT or 972-PATRIOT. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. And not only is Lake Superior saved by the inflation bill, but, uh, you know, in Texas... Uh, climate change is so bad that we have drought and flood simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all it's all from climate change, of course. It's all climate change. So we had that massive rain, I guess. It didn't seem massive to me. It seemed like an everyday kind of rain that we have all the time I, I guess, in Dallas. I guess around where we uh, reside, <laughs> it mm-hmm. was like an everyday thing. I guess, you know, obviously there are areas that, you know, Flash flooded, and there were flooding yeah, in, in areas. Yeah. I get that. And Dallas, when Dallas gets a lot of rain downtown, there's nowhere for the water to go because it's all concrete. So, yeah, there's flooding situations. Yeah. But uh, like in Houston, in Houston that happens all the time. And here it happens quite a bit. But this seemed like it was, I mean, they said 15 inches. I certainly didn't get 15 inches in my not pool. Even close. No way. No way did I get 15 inches. Not even close. I mean, there... There's a couple of telltale signs when we get a lot of rain in this area. Mm -hmm. And those telltale signs did not exist this morning driving in. No, not at all. Uh, There's one park that we've talked about here in Irving 
that they've spent millions on to keep this from flooding. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've fixed it and it floods. They've fixed it and it floods. They've fixed nothing. It they it did floods. helped for years. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently, this last fixed job where they've put in a new mountain of dirt in the middle of the pond out back and they've moved the fences back mm-hmm. and it, it seems like to it have worked. worked yeah i mean there's no flooding we're very like little, it finally worked very little flooding there's a little bit of there. standing water that's it though and it doesn't and it didn't close because anytime the parking lot gets a a puddle in it they close it mm-hmm. nobody can pull in oh no <laughs> the running track has got some water on it. was not the case though this time no, it was not so but at the same time as the flood was happening, so is the drought. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. There's also yeah, that's a right. massive drought. Don't think the flooding stopped the drought because it didn't. Wait, how is it possible? Well, there's droughts all over the world. <laughs> there actually are droughts. There are droughts, but they're saying there's a drought here. It hasn't alleviated our drought. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, we made up for all the water that we didn't get the rest of the year in two days. Okay. Good. So there is no drought. Right. No, no, no. There's a drought. I can't take it. <laughs> I just can't take it. The buffoons who push this alarm porn uh, just have to have it both ways every single time. Uh, so just another example of how they continue to lie to scare our, our kids and to try to convince the rest of us that there's a current cat catastrophe happening right now. There isn't. So let's go over a few of the myths that they talk about continually uh, and and try to find out what the reality is. Myth number one, rising CO2 levels will lead to environmental catastrophe. The okay. climate alarmists claim that rising CO2 levels in the atmosphere will lead to environmental catastrophe in the near future, if not already happening. Is that true? No. No, it is not. Uh, in late September of 2019, more than 500 scientists and professionals in climatology and related fields signed a letter to the United Nations saying there is no climate emergency. There's a little excerpt from the letter. There is no statistical evidence that global warming is intensifying hurricanes, floods, droughts, or other natural disasters or making them more frequent. However, CO2 mitigation measures are as damaging as they are costly. For instance, wind turbines kill birds and bats, and palm oil plantations destroy the biodiversity of the rainforests. Yeah. Yeah, hello. These 500 scientists further stated that since the climate models on which virtually all of the apocalyptic predictions are based are utterly flawed, it's cruel as well as imprudent to advocate the squandering of trillions of dollars on the basis of results from such stupid and immature models. Uh, Current climate policies pointlessly, grievously undermine the economic system, putting lives at risk in countries denied access to affordable, continuous electrical electrical power. Climatologist and late research professor of environmental sciences at the University of Virginia, Dr. Pat Michaels, agrees with those who deny that global warming will lead to disastrous consequences. That's the thing. They're not they're not denying global warming. They're denying what you're saying global warming will do and really who's causing it. Uh, it's warmed up around 1 degree Celsius since 1900. Okay, that's 122 years. 
one degree Celsius. And life expectancy doubled in the industrialized democracies. Yet that temperature ticks up another half degree and the entire system crashes? <laughs> That's the most absurd belief. In Ooh. response to the signing of the 2022 Inflation Reduction Act that recently passed in the U.S., a group of over 1,100 scientists and scholars signed a document declaring climate science is based more on personal beliefs and political agendas than sound, rigorous science. Thank you. Thank you. They call their paper the World Climate Declaration, the WCD. The World Climate Declaration points out that since emerging from the Little Ice Age in the mid-19th century, the world has warmed significantly less than predicted by the UN's International Panel on Climate Change. The gap between the real world and the modeled world tells us that we are far from understanding climate change. Okay, so that's myth number one. Right. Myth number two, rising CO2 levels will cause ocean levels to rise. For a long time, climate alarmists have made startling predictions that in the end have proven entirely wrong. Consider this quote from an Associated Press report published in the Washington Post. The Arctic Ocean is warming up. Icebergs are growing scarcer, and in some places, the seals are finding the water no too to hot. Got no place to live. The seals will sometimes, you know, dip their fin into the water, <laughs> pull it back out because they just got scalded. That's how hot it is. You can't even the water. move to the Great Lakes now. No, you can't because uh, it's boiling in there, and they see the boiling, and they don't understand it, so they dive in and seals are breaking into people's homes. Baked. To yeah, get cool. I just right. did a story about the seal breaking into this lady's home. Did you? Oh, wow. I just broke into the home, came through the cat flap. It's going to happen that. more and more. Right. Yeah. You're, you know, more and more often. Exploration expeditions report that scarcely any ice has been met as far north as 81 degrees in 29 minutes. Within a few years, it's predicted that due to the ice melt, the sea will rise and make most coastal cities uninhabitable. Yeah. Now, it sounds like that was written this year, but that uh, that quote appeared in the Washington Post on November 2nd, 1922. A <laughs> hundred years ago! 1922! And it, they were saying the exact same thing yeah. as they say today. Predictions of disaster because of climate change continue unabated. The Earth Day predictions of 1970 included the end of human civilization in 30 years, with deaths due to starvation to reach 100 million or 200 million by the year 1980. Man, when 1980 rolls around, we're going to be sorry. All the people dead from starvation. Dang it. Oh, wait. That was uh, 42 years ago. Hmm. Okay. Al Gore received a Nobel Prize in 2007 for his prognostications of doom due to global warming he told us that by 2014 the antarctic and and greenland ice sheets would completely vanish which would cause sea level uh sea levels to rise 20 feet he also predicted the total extinction of polar bears due to the disappearance of the arctic ice cap polar bear uh, population has increased by 500 (laughs) percent We talk to some people, we've got too many now. Yeah. There's enough, true. all right? Enough with the polar bears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, myth number three. 
97% of scientists believe that a climate emergency exists. One statistic we always hear is this consensus of 97% of scientists that believe man-made global warming uh, will lead to catastrophic results. Everyone agrees. No. Uh, The 97% consensus article is poorly conceived, poorly designed, and poorly executed. It obscures the complexities of the climate issue, and it is a sign of the desperately poor level of public and policy debate in this country that the energy minister uh, would even cite it. This was written in the UK. Uh, highly acclaimed Israeli astrophysicist and chairman of Jerusalem's Hebrew University's physics department, Dr. Nir Shaviv, said this, Only people who don't understand science take the 97% statistics seriously. Survey results depend on who you ask, who answers, and how the answers are worded. In any case, science is not a democracy. Even if 100% of scientists believe something, one person with good evidence can still be right. That's a really huh. good point. Even if there were consensus, so what? Right. Uh, science is evolving, I thought. Right. They were pretty well uh they were pretty well in concert that the uh Piltdown man was real. If I could go back to the Piltdown man. So you're saying that the Piltdown <laughs> it's been man a while is since. not real. No, the Piltdown man is not real. <laughs> not real. Okay. It was a hoax that lasted for 42 years. <laughs> 42 years That's scientists incredible. were tricked by the Piltdown Man. So don't tell me about consensus. Scientists do not agree that global warming will lead to disastrous consequences. Those who warn who warn us do not have settled science on their side. Many scientists believe the cosmic rays from the sun cause the fluctuations in global temperatures. Oh, how ridiculous. The sun? <laughs> and provide solid evidence to back up their claim. Yeah, let's see, that 2 million degree burning orb in the sky, you mean that has something to do with the warmth? No. Ah, shut up. What are you, a charlatan? (laughs) The sun. (laughs) (laughs) This is so great. It's amazing. It is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. Oh, and Chewing the Fat with Jeffy next. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. Uh, Just to prove a point about catastrophic climate change, all the predictions they're making about the melting sea ice. When when the ice melts, you know, the sea level is going to rise. Well, Al Gore said at one point, 20 feet and just swallow up cities like Miami. Yeah. Gone. Gone. Other prognosticators prognosticators, Mm -hmm. uh, have... We all had new maps drawn mm-hmm. of the world and the United States with the you know the the seas coming in and the yeah. ri- Mississippi River was huge cutting the country and completely in half. Oh yeah, right. no Florida. There was just a little bit of tip of Florida left. I mean, it's it what's just coming? Incredible. That's what's coming. And to illustrate the point, uh, I've uh, filled a glass, a clear glass, so you can see all the ice in it. Okay, when that ice melts during the show, you're you're gonna see the water spill over the sides and probably flood are this gonna, room. Are we gonna broadcast that? Yeah, we're gonna broadcast it. Okay, we're going to show you as the day goes it. on, and the ice continues to melt, and you watch it rise. You watch the water level rise until it comes over and overflows the glass 
Uh, and, you know, I put this flimsy little <laughs> tissue there. That's not going to soak up all the water that's going to spill out of there. I'm a little scared. I don't want to get I'm kind of scared as well. But I'm, I'm going to put more reinforcement okay. under the glass to soak up the water that spills out. <laughs> How stupid is this? But what we'll, do you we'll mean? see. What do you well, mean? I mean how we'll stupid? see. You'll see what they're saying about the sea level and the ice melting. This very day, we're we're proving their point for them. Okay, so that'll be great. I uh, got some tweets here. Stu's invisible Bentley tweets. Um, he'll just need one less layer of warmth this year. Two less next year. <laughs> the seals. We'll, we'll adapt to the climate change over time. Oh, okay, good. Well, good. Uh, Just Tony tweets, what is the ideal uh, Pat Unleashed weekend getaway? Cold water fishing on Lake Superior. <laughs> Baby seal clubbing on in Nova Scotia. Why can't we do both? Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, it really, both would be fantastic. But I'd say if I had to choose one, it'd be clubbing baby seals <laughs> in Nova Scotia. This is one of my favorites. I, I love it. I got to say, it's a good time. <laughs> well, we're conservatives. Of course we love to club yeah, baby seals. Uh, John Q. Public <laughs> tweets, colleges don't pay taxes. Perhaps that should be remedied as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. From Postmaster Jeffy. I think Pat needs to seriously consider how climate change could impact his seal clubbing trips. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, no, you know. That's true. For now, we're, well, if it starts affecting me in my seal clubbing, then I'm going to be pissed. Okay, <laughs> then I might have to reevaluate. Uh, Pat's BYU jogging pants. <laughs> As if I jog. That's funny, right? That's funny. Uh, one of these days, Jeffy is going to snap and choke out all his Blaze coworkers that make fun of his weight. Yeah, and it will be glorious. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Wow. It will be glorious. Huh. Ah, thank you. Uh, but, you know, good thing you wouldn't choke me out because I BYU so respectful pants. of you and and uh, of course. <laughs> look fat, look. Of course. <laughs> All right. Well, of course. What do you make of this Liz Cheney for president thing? They're actually making out like it's a real thing. That's it's a real thing. She's got no chance. She's, no she, chance whatsoever. She's a, and she's a human without a party now. Yeah, she right? is. Yeah. I mean, she's got nothing. I mean, who's what's she going to run as an independent? Maybe. And does that <clears> get her? Any, she's not. Well, no matter where or how she runs, it's not going to get her anywhere. Well, listen to this. Liz Cheney has amassed a group of political consultants with ties to former President Donald Trump and the expansive Coke network as she mulls a run for the White House. Are you kidding me? Here's a woman who lost by 40 points. She's an incumbent who lost by 40 points. And you're going to run her for president? You're going to back her? What they're doing is she went to them and they said, okay, well, I'll tell you what, Liz. um, You give us a bunch of money and Mm -hmm. we'll give you some studies. And we'll let you know. We'll go ahead and look at it. And Mm -hmm. Liz may have had Mm -hmm. to go back to daddy and say, um... Can I have another ten million dollars? Yeah, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be a representative, so I gotta do something. <laughs> Why don't you run for president, Pumpkin? <laughs> Bet that's what he said. <laughs> Why not run for president, Pumpkin? That's that's a quote, I think. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> Are you listening in on their conversations? <laughs> Shh. Not so far as they know. Uh, also, the government now finally. How many times have we asked for this? The government is 
finally cracking down on the dangerous Amish farmers. I love the story because mm-hmm. I love it's a story that I hate to love actually. I mean it's a it's incredibly agonizing. Oh my gosh. It it's so insane. For nearly 30 years Amos Miller and you know he's Amish when he has a name like Amos. Amos <laughs> Miller you. has owned and operated Miller's Organic Farm. It's an all-natural Amish farm located in Bird in Hand, Pennsylvania. It's perfect. I mean, how perfect is this? It's an Amish organic farm in Bird in Hand, Pennsylvania. Uh, I know. Come on. Like many Amish farmers, Miller likes to do things the old-fashioned way. He doesn't use electricity, fertilizer, or gasoline, and he also stays away from modern preservatives. The farm's reputation has grown over the years, and now it boasts a private buyer's club of approximately 4,000 members. Miller has sold all sorts of food to his buyers, such as organic eggs, raw milk, grass-fed beef and cheese, fresh produce, anybody who's been to Amish country. Just, you know, driving by and or driving through the area, and you stop at one of their road, you know, little know. food stands. You know how good this stuff is. Their butter is great. The jam and jellies are great. It's just they're, I know. they're good at what they do and really decent people for the most part. I'm sure they have their issues like everybody else, yeah, but I mean, for the most part, really good people. And that's what one of his customers said. They're good people. Their place is very clean, and their produce is excellent. In recent years, however, the farm has found itself in the crosshairs of the U.S. Department of Agriculture because of its failure to comply with federal farming regulations. Started in 2016, when two listeriosis illnesses uh, that occurred in 2014 were traced back to raw milk sold by Miller's Organic Farm. Okay? Two cases of listeria. Two. Both infected people had to be hospitalized. Oh, boy. One died from the illness. Uh, wow, that's a 50% death rate. That's scary. <laughs> Uh, The USDA has been trying to bring the farm into compliance with federal regulations ever since, but it's been a long, hard series of court battles, in part because Miller has been, by his own admission, less than fully cooperative with the government. He's facing fines and jail time for his actions. Hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of fines. Dang. I mean, that that which will shut him down. Uh, Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't even have that. Uh, The story reached a climax in March of this year when a federal judge ordered Miller to cease and desist all meat sales and authorized armed U.S. Marshals to use reasonable force to gain access to Miller's farm so a court expert could inspect it. The experts, accompanied by the armed Marshals, took an inventory of all Miller's meat. And federal inspectors are now returning every few months to make sure he hasn't sold any of it. So he can't sell anything. Any of his meat. It wasn't even the meat that caused the problem. Apparently, what do you you inspect the meat for? Unbelievable. For many people, the traditional lifestyle of the Amish is a curious phenomenon. Any pluralistic uh, society is bound to have a few nonconformists, of course, but the Amish are not few and far between. Here are entire communities which largely due to religious convictions have renounced the pleasures and conveniences of modern life. For some, the Amish are simply different. They're old-fashioned, even uncivilized in the eyes of some. 
But before taking uh, this as a given, consider the case of Amos Miller. Consider, in particular, his employees and customers and the armed U.S. Marshals who entered his property uninvited and ask yourself this question. Who exactly is being uncivilized here? Is it Miller? Or is it the government? Uh, While Miller, his employees, and his customers have all engaged in peaceful, voluntary transactions, federal agents have used overt threats of brute force to get Miller to comply with the terms of a third party. Yeah, that doesn't seem very civilized. Reasonable force. Uh, So if the government doesn't insist on compliance with safety regulations, can we ensure everyone's food is safe? Uh, They're saying it might be force, but it's for their own good. That's what we're told. <laughs> people could we they, know best. People could get sick and die if the government doesn't crack down on illegal farming operations. And, and that I guess that is a possibility, but um, I don't know. I guess you're you're you you are deciding for yourself whether or not you're going to buy his goods. Yes. Right. Nobody's forcing you to buy Correct. the stuff that he's selling. And two people getting sick out of. He's had to have, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of transactions by now. Oh, yes. Come on. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. We won't even take a look at what the vaccine may or may not be doing to people. We won't even check into it. I'm sure there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing to see here. Move along. Nothing's ever happened from any vaccine, right? (laughs) 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 But two people... Who bought stuff at an Amish farm uh, got sick, and so we got to shut this guy completely shut down. Him down. Make sure he doesn't make a living anymore. That's really pathetic. Really, really pathetic. Because he's against uh, the U.S. government, right? Yeah, that's the whole deal. And he's not necessarily against the U.S. government. He just doesn't. You know, I'm living on my own. Yeah, he just wants to be uh, left I'm, alone. I'm doing my own thing here. Leave me alone. This is what we're supposed to do in America. Really strange. You know, you talked about buying stuff from the the Amish farmers and stuff. You know, I realize that we don't live in the America that uh, I grew up in anymore. But I That's certainly sure. remember, uh, you know, during the summer and, uh, you know, fall driving by farms with their roadside oh, stands. <laughs> yeah, all the time. whatever, you know, they had their veggies out. They had their fruits yep. out. And you just stop and buy it. Eat it right there. Yep. I mean, I remember my dad always had a salt and pepper shaker in the glove box. Never know. <laughs> yeah i mean there when we lived in in utah there was a farm out which i mean those farms are gone now because it's all been urbanized but uh we lived in sandy which is suburban salt lake city and in draper it was almost farmland and just a little smattering of you know actual community but there was this big farm and they sold corn on the side of the road and it was the greatest corn you've ever tasted in your life. It's fantastic. And condos look great on those cornfields right now, though. Yeah. Yeah. Condos, schools, <laughs> shopping malls, grocery stores. Yeah. But um, but I don't think that was inspected by anybody. Who inspected that? that? Inspected. Nobody. Nobody inspected it. So, you know, th- that's all this farmer is doing. Just selling stuff on the roadside. It's just, it's unconscionable that we just can't leave an Amish farmer alone. Sure is. Really? You're going to you're gonna persecute this guy now and make sure he can't make a living? Make sure he can't sell any of his meat? 
Make sure he can't he can't sell uh, food to people who are passing by. That's just pathetic. It's really sad. And what's his what's his uh, what what happens? So does he put it out and say uh, it's free? Leave a donation. Uh, you know, mm. just give it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's free, and then you know, here's a hat. And if you know, if you find it in your heart to leave me some cash, leave it in the hat. I bet he'd be shut down for doing that. I bet he would. I bet the government wouldn't tolerate that. So giving pathetic. away giving away free food? Yeah, I bet they wouldn't. I mean, you can't, for instance, you can't just go down to a homeless shelter and give away food. They want to inspect it first. They want to know where it's coming from and all of that. Wait, these people are starving. I can't bring them food? No. No, we got to check can't it out. Have that. No, that's got to come from an approved place. Can't have that. Really? <laughs> uh, okay. All right. I you just, sure? I just... Had dinner, we ate half of it. It was good to go. Dad, no, <laughs> yeah, you, you could get sick later. We don't want these people getting sick. I mean, they're dying on the streets because they're starving. I can't give them food. <laughs> no. What about no, the uh-uh. ones down at the drug house? No, no, no <laughs> food for them either. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's it's just an insane world. That's what we've got. That's going. for sure. It's just an insane world. That That's for sure. Doesn't make any stinking sense. For instance, you did that story instead of going doing chewing the fat. Oh this my world gosh! Doesn't make any sense. Ah! It just doesn't make any sense. Do it really it's quick right down. now. Do okay. it really quick right now. All right. How what much? Do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I forgot about. It. Uh, uh, ah, man. All right. Where's my stupid? All right. How much would you pay for an authenticated Apple One computer prototype from the mid 1970s? How much would you pay, Ben? Ten bucks. Um, it was uh, now okay. What if I told you it was actually used by Apple co-founder Steve Jobs in 1976 to demonstrate the Apple One? Twelve dollars. Okay. No, I'll go, I'll go twelve bucks. You wouldn't. Have, you wouldn't. Have, you won't have it. I won't get no, it. You won't get it. Not no, at that price. No, because the guy would paid, I have to go to twenty. Twenty bucks. The guy paid six hundred and seventy-seven thousand one hundred and ninety-six dollars. Wow. wow. It's considered. The holy grail of Steve Jobs' Apple memorabilia. Mm. <laughs> that wow. did not look like the holy grail. And then what, do, what do you get to do with it when you have it? Then what happens? <laughs> Whoa, that's exciting you to think this. of. You, hey. s- you put it on a shelf, and it's another thing you have to dust that. off. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just dusting off the holy grail. Yeah. yeah. How do you think of it, though? That is something Glenn would buy, though, I think. Oh, yes. Yeah, I oh, think yes. he would. Absolutely. I, I, I'd be surprised, in fact, if he didn't try to. He probably had a set price he would, he'd would he pay, but maybe not 677000 Like you, it was lower than yeah. 677000 <laughs> His may have been a little bit closer than my bid. <laughs> so I'd like to continue uh, with chewing the fat because I was just a, you know, a quick, a quick mm-hmm. study, but... How are we doing on the water? Is it uh, overflowing yet? Some of it's melting, but it it's not yet overflowing. Because I'm a little soon, nervous. You know, soon it will. I'm a little nervous. I'm that. predicting that all of that ice will melt within the next several hours, and uh, then you'll see. Then you'll see some catastrophe. Okay, so I mean, we're, we'll get to see some of it uh, pre-catastrophe during this show. Maybe it will. You know, we'll have a complete overflow during overtime. What we should do maybe is uh, get a blow dryer and warm it up so it melts faster, and then we'll prove our point sooner. Right? All right. Well, I have one. Do I you? have one? Yeah. Okay. That might be good. All right. More coming up. 
you're going to see the incredible flood that's going to happen from this ice water. <laughs> Coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray. How about that? Welcome. 888 Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. All right. We have the blow dryer now so we can speed along the process. All right. Excellent. Now, this is just simulating the catastrophic changes that are happening with climate change right now because the weather is getting warmer. Obviously. And it's heating up the oceans. And so the ice is going to melt. And when that happens, of course... Uh, it's going to raise the sea levels all over the planet. Miami is going to be gone. New Orleans. You might consider moving if you're in those cities because uh, it's scary. <laughs> so anyway, we're going we're gonna to speed up the process here with my glass of ice water. I got some warming going on right now. And soon you're going to see the catastrophic changes that occur here in this in this ice water because the ice will melt and the water will spill over the edge. (laughs) I mean, don't do it so fast. I don't want water everywhere now. (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to get the process really moving along. Okay. (laughs) Now, the spillage that's happening right now doesn't count because that's like a hurricane spilling the... (laughs) Yes, that's that's a little wind. Yeah. That doesn't have anything to do with climate. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So... I mean, this is almost like Earth. It, it is. <laughs> so there we go. So soon that's going to be melted. Because oh, I'm yeah. going to work on that a little bit. We're going to have it melted by at least the end of the show. If not the end of the show, certainly by overtime. Okay, yeah. In the meantime, we've got some tweets here. Uh, Sammy Saunders tweets, Even if there are whales, dolphins, and baby polar bears. Uh, that's that's the sound of a drowning baby polar bear right there. In, Actual so, audio. Say, <laughs> even if there are whales, dolphins, and baby polar bears in the streets of the metro, Dallas is still in a drought. Right. <laughs> climate is real. I mean, climate change is real. Vern Lundquist, how could Pat be so reckless at a time of such drought and deluge in central <laughs> Texas lately? It's a good question. Carl Smith, uh, here's a 2024 dream presidential ticket. Beto O'Rourke and Liz Cheney. Ooh, yeah. Huh? That's a good ticket. <clears throat> you can't get it more hated than those it's two. a good losing you? ticket. It sure, sure is. Yep. I mean, we had some primaries yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, what happened? Uh, got some winners in it. We had uh, we had uh, Charlie Crist. Okay, he won, right? One of the demo- the primary. He was running, yeah. I think, as an independent this time or a Democrat. I don't remember. He's he was been a Republican. He's been a Democrat. He's been an independent. Mm-hmm. He's. I mean, he was governor when I was still in Florida, mm-hmm. uh, and I've talked to him a bunch. And you know, he was he's he's always been nice to me, but he's kind of a kind of a douche guy. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's no way, uh, there's no way that, that he, he is going to Ron be DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. I sure hope that's true. I mean, he's a congressman now. You'd think he'd be happy with that. Nope, he's going to be governor. And uh, there's no way that he beats Ron DeSantis. That's just not going to happen. Um, Nadler, unfortunately, won again. Ah! 
they they did the uh, they did the redistricting, you know. So he went up up against uh, another person that's been in the in Congress forever in New York too, and I guess it got. I guess they were, you know, I don't think Jerry was actually duking it out mm-hmm. in the streets because probably Jerry, not. I don't think he's capable of duking things out anymore. Capable of that at all? No. But he did win, so good, great. Okay. Great news. Yeah, there. that's great. Uh, Matt Gates. Oh, Matt Gates crushed, won? crushed his opponent in the primaries, sixty-seven to twenty-six percent. I mean, he crushed sixty-seven twenty-six. Yeah. Nice, crushed nice. Uh, this Matt Gates. Is it safe to say that, based off of your comments, you're suggesting that these women at these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight? Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What do you say to people who think <laughs> that those comments are offensive? Be offended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's the one. That's the Matt Gates you're talking one. about. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good. So Matt Gates won huge. It didn't hurt him at all that he actually told no, the truth. He's been and he didn't fire. back down from what he said. He's been under fire for a bunch of other stuff so too, great. but he's you know, he's a Trump guy and he's he's just says what he wants and it's obviously working for him. <laughs> it certainly is. And really, it wasn't even talked about all that much. No. I, I rarely saw it. I, I don't know if I saw it outside of here. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I, you know, it wasn't... I mean, you would think the left would be all over that. Like, CNN would play that nonstop. I don't know that I saw them play it. I think that might be one of those ones where they feel like they it's better to <clears throat> let that just go away. Maybe. Because, yeah, let's not bring attention to the fact that... Because we all saw just, who uh, he's talking hideous about. Hideous women yes. out protesting yes. the abortion thing. We let's not draw attention to that. Yes, we all saw what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did, actually. And I know, that's what I'm saying. It's just hard to argue with. And so nobody did. Nobody argued with him. <laughs> right. Now, wait a minute. You, you want me to show fun. you? You uh, want me to show you the evidence? No, that's not necessary. The reporter, huh? Okay, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw him too. So good. Uh, Whole Foods Market being sued right now by three customers and an animal welfare nonprofit in a lawsuit accusing the Amazon.com Incorporated uh, unit of falsely marketing beef with their slogan, no antibiotics ever. Huh, okay, well, if you're going to have that slogan, then you probably shouldn't find antibiotics in the meat, right? Probably. So what they did was they tested it. Of course. And it contained antibiotic and other pharmaceutical residue. Uh, but so. they're, uh, they're saying that uh, their argument is that they didn't give it to them, right? That that's just came from... That's not what no antibiotics ever says, though. That means there's no antibiotics ever. There've never been antibiotics in this meat. Give it to them. That's not what that means. No, not to me. No. If you say it doesn't have antibiotics, I don't care if you administered them or somebody else did. It shouldn't have antibiotics in it. Does it say in their in their sign no antibiotics Antibiotics ever. ever? It does say that. By us. No, it doesn't. No, there's <laughs> no bias. Small case no letters. Nope. And they took uh, meat samples from six Whole Foods locations in Chicago, Salt Lake City, San Francisco, and Virginia. So across the country, and it revealed the presence of pharmaceutical residue, including antibiotic uh, residue. Again, that's in that's in everyone. 
Yeah. As in everyone. So Right. Yeah, it's but it goes against the slogan no antibiotics ever. <laughs> it kind of you know, doesn't really live up to that billing. But we didn't give it to them. And here's the thing. They charge a heck of a lot more money yeah, for that. Yeah, they do. When, you cl- when you're claiming yes, no do. antibiotics and you're claiming and organic the and all of that. they highest test yep. in the world. And right. They, and they are happy to take your money, which is uh, a pretty penny more. A lot of money. I mean, Whole Foods is not cheap. And so anything you're buying in there is going to be more expensive. Yes. But then they're even claiming no antibiotics in their meat. Then it's going to be even more expensive. Right. And so you better deliver. It better be that. Right. And it's not. So uh, that's disappointing from Whole Foods. <laughs> Disappo- I'm disappointed in them. So that's, Is that ongoing or has that been settled? And hasn't and, been settled yet. It's okay. ongoing. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, but somebody's going to win a lawsuit there. I Interesting. think. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if you do a class it. action, like everybody should get money back, right? Anybody who shopped at Whole Foods and bought meat uh, should you know, get money that back. That kind of ticks me off too, because I was just reading a story about uh, a settlement that Facebook did. Yeah. And they're involved in another big lawsuit too. That's going to be worth a lot of money. But that this there was a settlement that they that Facebook just did a while back mm-hmm. for six hundred and some million dollars. Yeah, and you know that number sounds so great, and everybody got three hundred and ninety-seven dollars. Yeah, I know. That, so I'm kind of not like, even worth it. I'm kind of like, okay. <laughs> I mean, do I want the four hundred bucks? Yeah, yes, I guess I do. I'll take it. But do I want to be involved in a lawsuit for no. four years and then have everybody six hundred and seventy million dollars? Everybody's making hundreds of millions of dollars. I bet the attorneys made more than three hundred and ninety-seven dollars. <laughs> You know that's true. You know that's true. I know Don't it's difficult me, just, for me to continue during I'm this climate up, change I'm just episode. Warming up the glass of water, like because its climate is warming. Its climate is changing right this now. This is what happens. Yeah, this is what happens. This is exactly what happens to the planet. So, I will say that pretty uh, soon that ice is going to melt. I'm not. A, I'm not appreciative of that blow dryer blowing in my direction. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Get a little warm over in this neck of the woods. Have you been following the uh, John Fetterman, Doctor Oz a little bit. race at yeah, all? A little bit. I mean, he's such a and by that by he, I mean Fetterman, and I'm not a fan of either one of them to be a mutt. To but be honest, Fetterman but. is a stooge. Oh my gosh, it's I embarrassing. Mean, come on, first of all, he's is he even alive? I mean, right. bar- barely, barely, barely alive. And recently, like in the last week or so, he just gave his first public rally. Yeah, since that stroke. On May thirteenth, and there was uh, there was an you know there was a slight issue with putting some words together. Yeah, during uh, this rally. Yes. So again, do we have to get somebody into office into major United States important political office who is compromised? Yet another person who is compromised mentally. Right. No. How can this guy be so far ahead? Uh, he's six eight, bald, has a goatee, tats all over the place. Well, wears a black hoodie all the time. Yeah, with his sleeves pushed up to reveal the tats. Uh, and he said at this rally three months ago, my life could have ended, but I'm so grateful to be here as well. There's a lot of differences between me and Doctor Oz. Who would have ever thought that? Who would have ever? Who would ever think that I'd be the normal one in the race here? 
Yeah, you're not the normal one. How are you? How are you claiming to be the? He says that he's the he's the normal guy, and Doctor Oz is this wealthy person that you just can't relate to. Uh, Fetterman sponged off his parents till he was fifty years old. That's a great story. Fifty. I can't stand it. Is that an issue with you? Apparently, it yeah, is. it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You should make your way what? in life before you're 50. The parents- I mean, unless something's radically wrong with you, you know, something's wrong with you and you can't do it and you just can't, you know, who knows? There's all kinds of issues that people have and sometimes you can't. And if that's the case, then then that's that's fine, obviously. But if you're a healthy, able-bodied, able-bodied and able-minded person who can get out and earn your own living, this guy's 6'8", <laughs> 280 pounds or whatever. Get out and do something. His parents are paying 54000 a year in allowance to him. Like, here's your allowance, son. To be honest, I'm kind of for it. <laughs> I knew you would be. I'm kind of for it. I knew you I, would I, be. It's not, it's not the, uh, I have a problem with his... Uh, with his douchebaggery, uh-huh. but I don't have a problem with the idea that he's taking a little allowance <laughs> from the parents. I'll tell you that. If your parents were still alive, you'd be doing the same thing. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 50 grand a year? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Allowance? Yeah. That's Heck good. yeah. That's good. It's good money if you I'm, can get it. I'm banking that. Yeah. <laughs> So he's the one supposedly normal when you got this guy right. who's been successful his whole life. Right. And you're not the normal one. You're the terrible guy. Wait, because I went out and got successful? Everything, it's, everything is reversed. Yeah, I know. it is. It's the American dream, and Dr. Mehmet Oz has gone out and lived it. I've done it. I know. And, and he's the bad guy? Come on, Pennsylvania. Come on. You got to see through this garbage and... And I, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Dr. Oz. He's not a great conservative, but he's better than John Fetterman. Oh, my God. Come on. No kidding. Please come oh, on. Oh, I can't take it. If Fetterman wins, I, I don't know. It might be, it might be the straw that breaks the camel's back. It just might be. Oh, I can't take it. All right. So we can finally celebrate now that Roe versus Wade has been overturned. We love that. Roe v. Wade was responsible for the slaughter of over over 63 million babies. Well, now the decision to abort a child will be left in the hands of the states, and they're going to make up for uh, lost time and effort in other states, and they're going to do more abortions. Well, Preborn has positioned their clinics in those top abortion cities where 50% of abortions take place. They're fighting hard, and... Their employees are working hard, and they're under attack from the psychos, from the abortion psychos. So, would you please consider a gift of any size to preborn? Ten dollars, fifty if you can afford it, a hundred or a thousand, whatever you can afford, they would greatly appreciate. All their gifts, by the way, are tax deductible, and they'll go towards saving babies' lives and helping keep preborn centers safe. Uh, so that they can continue their life-saving work. To donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash pad. Pat Gray. Yeah. Welcome. 
Great to have you with us. Uh, John C. Garcia tweets, Pat, you are science. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, but I, I guess I have to wrestle it away, though, from Dr. Fauci, because he says oh, yeah. he is science. So Absolutely. Millennial Pathead tweets, uh, I'm not saying the climate catastrophe stuff is true, but you're wrong to replicate uh, what's going on, I guess, with the melting sea ice. You would have to fill the cup with ice until the ice is sticking above the cup before adding the water to make up for the frozen water on land and icebergs. I disagree uh, with that. I okay. don't think that's true, but I'll do it. I, I'll even do that. All right. I'll, uh, I got a little ice here from uh, oh, yeah, the, the got... News and Why cup. With, uh, no, but you can't Sarah. see through it. It's not clear. No, you can't, but I'm going to dump it in here. See. And, uh, but no, oh, you're oh, still not oh. doing You're not doing the test correct. Why? The ice has to go in first, then the water. That's what he said. Ah, uh, that's true. The ice goes in first, then the water then on the top water. of it. Okay. Well, it's going to have to do with this. This is why I don't like science. <laughs> It's just too complicated, that right? I can't figure it it's out. It's too sticky. It's already <laughs> spilling over the side. <laughs> Here, I'll just I'll help it along a little bit. <laughs> uh, oh boy! Oh golly! Don't threaten. <laughs> all the Keith prep oh, all no, over the God, floor now. Don't gun it. Now look Dude. at what you've done. All right. <laughs> there you go. Hey, no. while you're doing that, I'll tell you that, uh, you know, the war in Ukraine is continuing. No, uh, that's not over if, yet? I don't know if you know that or not. Wait, that's over, I it's thought. It's six months. We're in the six-month anniversary. Yeah. Yay, if you haven't been keeping up. And, uh, of course, uh, Zelensky has warned that uh, nastier phase of the war now after the Dugan car bombing. But uh, mm. things are good enough, though, that uh, U- Ukraine's premier uh, soccer league is going to start up again. I so saw that's that. Good. I saw uh, that. That's good. I mean, the stadium. Yeah, sure, there's a brutal war going on, but we got to play soccer. The stadiums were demolished and everything. Yeah, but we're going to play soccer now. No fans are going to be allowed mm. at the games because of threat of missile strikes. I, I feel wow. like if I'm a soccer player, wow, I'm like you know maybe I don't play. Right. Maybe I don't play. But uh, what another good news uh, <clears throat> today on the anniversary is we are preparing, if we haven't done it already, to send another arms package. Uh, to Ukraine, mm-hmm. uh, this time is only uh, $3 billion. So Okay, over the weekend, we just sent another $700 million. Oh, more than, like 750 or $60 million. Right, yeah. and now we're, pre- we're preparing another $3 billion? The largest package yet. No, because they've done $40 billion before in a bill. Remember the $40 billion I thought billion so, too. Bill? Yeah, that's what yeah, I this thought. Is, this is not the largest. If they're trying to... Play well, that they're, scam. they're playing this game with the. They're calling this an arms package. So I, I wonder if they're making that. Uh, they're trying to separate. Wow, it. maybe. But anyway, but, I don't know. But geez, Mike. I mean, enough. Gosh. Enough. And here's the thing: <clears throat> uh, Ukrainian soldiers are starting to speak out now. And a Ukrainian soldier complained to the Gray Zone, saying, "The weapons are stolen. The humanitarian aid is stolen." And we have no idea where the billions sent to this country have gone. Huh. How about that? Who's been saying, huh, maybe we should have some oversight here? Hmm. I don't know. In a video sent via Facebook Messenger in July, Ivan, he doesn't want to give his last name, 
can be seen standing next to his car, an early 2010s model Mitsubishi SUV. Smoke is pouring out the rear window. Ivan laughs and pans his phone across uh, his phone's camera across the length of the vehicle, pointing out the bullet holes. The turbocharger died in my car, he said, panning his phone toward the front of the vehicle. My commander says I should pay to repair it myself. So, to use my own car in the war, I need to buy a new turbocharger with my own money. <laughs> Does this sound like a country we've given over $100 billion to? No, no it, it doesn't. Does not. Ivan flipped the camera toward his face. Well, you effing mother effer <laughs> members of parliament, I hope you eff each other. Devils, I wish you were in our place. Hmm. So things are going well. So things are going really well. Yeah, the uh, the soldiers are having a lot of respect for Ukrainian parliamentarians. Last month, those same parliamentarians voted to give themselves a 70% salary increase. You remember that? Things are not going well in Ukraine. I mean, this is ridiculous. Oh, so now you, like Ivan, all want to love on Putin. Okay. <laughs> no, no okay. I don't want to love on Putin. No, no, I don't. Filings indicate the raise was enabled and encouraged by the billions of dollars and euros of aid that have poured in from the U.S. and Europe. We, the Ukrainian soldiers, have nothing, said Ivan. The things the soldiers have been given to use in the war came directly from volunteers. The aid that goes to our government will never reach us. Ivan's been a soldier since 2014. Currently, he's stationed in the Donbass region, where he's tasked with using small consumer-grade drones to spot Russian positions for artillery uh, targeting. There are so many problems on the front line now, he said. We don't have an internet connection, which makes our work basically impossible. We have to drive to get a connection on mobile devices. Can you imagine? Another soldier in Ivan's unit sent us a video of himself from a trench near the front lines in Donbass. Wait, According- I thought, I thought <clears throat> didn't Elon send the Starlinks? Doesn't he have the Starlinks over Ukraine? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I thought so, but uh, I mean, maybe not. Log maybe on. they didn't get it. Log on to the Starlink. <laughs> what are you doing? According to documents, the government has built us a bunker here, but as you see, there are only a few centimeters of a wood covering our uh, covering over our heads, and this is supposed to protect us from tank and artillery shelling. The Russians shell us for hours at a time. We dug these trenches ourselves. We have two AK-47s between five soldiers here. And they jam constantly because of all the dust. These conditions, and and they talk about it. It goes on and on and on. Uh, terrible conditions. Well, and, this and, th- this next three billion dollars package will help. Yeah, this will help. Yeah, then everything will be Ivan, okay. Shut up. I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> Ivan's going to be fully stocked, and and maybe they'll even repair his uh, Mitsubishi <laughs> SUV. Is that possible? Do you think? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Yeah, keep your fingers crossed. But again, no oversight, and another three billion just gonna disappear into the Gone. ether. Unbelievable. Pat Gray unleashed. Hey, welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Take it easy. Trying to melt the water. I here. know, but I the see ice. where uh, uh, on Twitter they're saying, careful, Pat. 
Mm-hmm. I see the water spinning with the hair dryer. If the yep. studio doesn't flood, we may cause a water spout. So, oh yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, take it easy. Yeah, that could happen. I know you could get a water spout come right out of that glass, and then Dangerous. we'd all be dead. I noticed you haven't. Uh... But look at you got perfect icebergs that are poking up out of it, you and so any sopping up material. <laughs> I'm going to when it gets really serious. When the melting is kind of serious right now, not as serious as it's going to be. I mean, I'm filing an insurance claim if (laughs) my house is that wet from water. And what was it? Uh, The millennial said about (laughs) this. Wait, here, where is it? Dang it! Just had it. That's not it either. Where'd it go? Maybe I blew it off the oh, yeah, desk with the blow dryer. <laughs> okay. Uh, millennial Pathead says, I'm not saying the climate catastrophe stuff is true. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, to rec- replicate it, you would have to fill the cup with ice until the ice is sticking above the cup before adding water. Okay. So it's already, according to his uh, uh, scientific or experiment. Hers, his or hers. I don't know. which. They. they them. Them. Theirs. Whatever. To make up for the frozen water on land and icebergs. No, iceberg are they're part of the equation. They're already in the ocean. And the, the and frozen that's water the point on of land, our scientific experiment mm-hmm. is that the icebergs mm-hmm. that are already in the water. Right. Right. That's what they claim. Yes. Icebergs are melting. Right. We're going to drown. Yes. The ice flows are melting around the ice caps. Okay, well, those are already part of the water because they, they become water every year, really, in yeah. the summertime, and then they freeze again later. And then summer comes and around and they kill, melt. That's and what then kills the polar bears, right? Because they can only swim four hundred miles. They can only they can only swim four hundred miles. That's it, though. So you know they're out of they're out of luck because they're such poor swimmers. <laughs> Most mammals can swim four thousand miles, right? As you know, Thank you. at a time, uh, but not polar bears because <laughs> they're stupid. <laughs> You see the picture, there's a stupid meme picture going around where there's a dolphin and a cow breaching the water in the ocean talking about climate change. It's really funny. It's a dolphin fun. and a cow? A dolphin and a cow. You know, that's where we're at, climate change-wise. It's so stupid. That's funny, though. It's funny, yeah. It <laughs> now, that would be some serious climate change. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, that... If that starts happening, if cows are going to start swimming with dolphins, then I'm going to say, okay, you, you got me. I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. You've been warned. Yep. I'll I've been warned. You're right. Warned. You're right. And uh, you should have said it a long time ago. You were right. And that's really scary now. Because uh, what, what's the cow doing in the water? What's the cow doing? I don't know. In the ocean with the dolphins. Hey, Shouldn't do you know there. if are you planning on going uh, to Disney anytime <clears throat> soon? No, I already went this because week, this year. Uh, prices are on the rise, my friend. Are they? Uh, Disneyland is not selling any of its <laughs> annual passes to new holders next year. Instead, we're going to go ahead and raise the prices of the renewing the existing pass. You know how much so, it is already. So the prices oh of the tiered gosh. passes okay. have increased fifty to two hundred dollars more than last year. So they have Inspire. Oh, 50 to 200? They have the new Inspire tier. <sighs> okay. $1,599. $1,500? Almost $1,600. For what? What do you get for that? You get, 
Is that that's a one pass to all parks or and what? You, includes parking, fifteen percent discount on select dining, okay. a whole fifteen percent off. Woo. 20% discount on select merchandise. Oh, wow. Yeah, they just want you to buy more. It's mm-hmm. followed by the Believe tier. That's $1,099. That gets you 50% off parking. You're not parking for free. Okay, with that. Unbelievable. 10% discount on select dining and select merchandise. Then you get the Enchant tier. That's $699. That's a 10% discount. And Imagine tier, and that's just for the California residents. But uh, there's no parking with that. In fact, with the Imagine, <laughs> with the Enchant tier, I believe you have to park in New Mexico and walk in. <laughs> walk, <clears throat> walk. So this is Disneyland, not World. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the good news is, uh, just as a side note, I mean, the Disney CEO, Bob Chapek, he's going to pocket about $20 million oh, okay. in bonus money right, this good. year. Good for so, him. I mean. Yeah. What, what do you got? That's not a bad gig if you can get it. No doubt about that. And I see where Six Flags is whining that they, uh, they're they going to raise their ticket prices as well uh, because uh, they want to they wanna seek a customer base within middle income of America. So the uh, Arlington-based amusement park operator mm-hmm. has become a daycare center Why for teenagers. Why are you teenagers. talking so much louder? You seem to have increased the volume of We've got this wind machine. Well, it's climate change. It's uh, warming the ocean quickly. So <laughs> deal with it. I am. Okay. I'm trying to. I, I'm try- You're first trying of all, to project. I am trying to project, and mm-hmm. I don't want a water spout starting up <laughs> and blowing this way. I don't want that to happen. I mean, actually, to be honest, I do want it to happen, but I don't know that it will. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll uh, see. Salim Basol. Mm-hmm. The director, I president, and chief executive officer of Six Flags. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, I can understand his disdain of the unwashed, but you know, pretend that you like us. I know you're only going to make about twelve million this year. The head of Six Flags. So at least the head of Six Flags is making twelve million. Oh, I'm sorry, eleven million nine hundred thirty-two thousand five hundred eighty-five dollars. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can kind of understand Disney's head. Making twenty million. I mean, that's a huge operation. They have everything, and you know, they're they own everything. Six Flags. Flags they're across the country, though. More than half what the what the Disney CEO makes. Wow, that's amazing. Good gig, but he does not want. To, he's sick of uh, the daycare center for teenagers. You know, his plan includes he wants to hike the prices to attract a more affluent customer. That is one of the reasons they do that. So you don't just drop the kids off during the summer, yeah, and it becomes a little uh, gang area for your teenagers yeah. to go cause trouble. That was the problem with uh, with Houston's Astro World that it would just became kind of a gang hangout in the summertime, right. and they didn't want that for some reason. And uh, it eventually closed the place down. Really? Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? Houston, I was thinking of you. Oh, I, I got to do this story. I was thinking of you. Uh, Yesterday, I did a story on chewing the fat, which you should subscribe to, by the way. Uh, there was a, a debris uh, wasted on a, a road in uh, in Houston, and I thought of you because it was cow intestines. Cow intestines? Yeah. and uh, That spilled on the road? Yeah. Was, oh, people are look at complaining, that. People are complaining Oof. that it, uh, it smells 
nasty. Oh, I'll bet. Where where did this They've happen? Cleaned this up, and I've got to find the stupid story oh. now. It's a, a oh, oh man. Ah. Uh, oh, that's no, it's hideous. all cleaned up. It's all cleaned up now, but mm. it's still holy cow. It is not. Uh, is it still smelling nasty? They need some Febreze what, they sprayed need in the area. S- they need Febreze from the sky, mm-hmm. man, to get rid of that. One lady complained that she drove through it. Why would you do that? I mean, I guess. Uh, no, she said she fed the, She had to wash off her car from the undercarriage and flies were hanging around. Uh, yeah. You ever drive over a skunk? Oh. And it takes forever to get rid of that smell. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is going to be nasty. So, how that spill? Why is inter- it? Well, it's funny you ask. Okay, uh, because they ha- they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. They just a- oops. <laughs> they don't know who spilled it. They huh. don't know what happened. Cow intestines in the middle of the road. Huh? Oh, well, uh, what are you going to do? Do we know who did it? <laughs> no. Nah. Why would we look at the traffic cams somebody, and find out who did it? Somebody get over there and clean it up, though, would you? Seriously, every intersection has a camera. Why haven't they looked I at don't the know. footage? I don't know. It's at the uh, intersection of Hardy Street and Cavalcade. Ugh, I'm man. sure you know oh, right frequented there. that area. Yeah. I almost lived there, actually. I was there On so the often. the corner of Hardy and Cavalcade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's where I sold my wares. <laughs> But apparently, people are uh, still walking the neighborhood and gagging. Oof! I mean, I couldn't. Oh, oh I man! I could not. That's got to be really I horrific. Would, I would be adding to the refuge, mm-hmm. walking through there, man. That would be nasty. But I do love the idea that yeah, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we know. don't know. We don't know. We're, yeah, we're looking. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. I mean, who knows? <laughs> Why would we know? <laughs> what are those traffic cams for? Nah, we don't use them anymore. Ah, that's what we're doing. Okay. All right. Whatever. It's always fascinating when you need them. You don't want them. You don't want them there most of the time. But then when something happens that you could really use them and they'd really come in handy, ah, they're not working right now. Ah. It's about every freaking time is the problem there. Like sure, the, it just seems that way. Yeah, it does. It really does. It's like the Jeffrey Epstein thing. Yeah, we got cameras there the whole time. There hasn't been a suicide here in 45 years because we watch it so carefully. Ah, they weren't working that time. Ah, dang it. Darn it. They just blinked out right when he committed suicide. Darn it. God dang, God, oh, dang it. These were the, uh, the, uh, the wife or girlfriend of John McAvee. Uh, you know, who committed mm-hmm. suicide in France or Spain or whatever he was. Right. She said in some documentary that he's still alive. Oh, that she he did? faked it. Yeah, he faked it. He's still alive. What? Yeah, that's what she said. Really? Yeah. Just to continue that now, weird I, saga. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Do you believe her? You know, not necessarily. Not necessarily, but, no. I mean, he was a weird cat. Yes, he was. I talked to him a couple times on Chewing the Fat. He was awesome. Uh, I loved him. But, uh, he was not afraid to speak his mind. <laughs> That's for sure. He was not afraid to to lay it out there. Yeah. So I mean, is it possible that he faked his own death? Because he, yeah, you know, maybe. prior to his suicide, because they were he about said, to. Uh, I mean, wasn't he convicted of? Oh yeah, he said that if I if they find me dead, uh, I did not commit suicide. Now you know, mm. he's crazy enough mm-hmm. to you know say that and then commit suicide just so that everybody <laughs> yes, knows. <he> is. <laughs> everybody, so you know, just he, to give everybody something da- to think about, right? Mm-hmm. Right, but she said in this uh, documentary, which I I have not seen yet. I had somebody <clears> send me a, a link to it where uh, she is, he's alive and here in the great state of Texas. Really, that's what she said. That's what she claims. Ah, yeah. That's interesting. I know. 
Is there a number people can call? There is. That. There is. It's right there. <laughs> That's interesting. Right there huh. behind you. All right. Oh, it's interesting. Uh, did you see that the St. Louis police captain um, who was killed during the riots of 2020, uh, his widow is calling Kamala Harris a supervillain. Uh, amen to that, <clears throat> by amen the way. Amen to that. Yep. Uh, she accused the Black Lives Matter movement and other progressive activists like uh, Vice President Kamala Harris of dividing America, blasting them as supervillains. It's nicely put. Anne Dorn, a retired sergeant from the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department and widow of Captain David Dorn, wrote in the op-ed published with Fox News <clears throat> that her husband's death was the product of Democrats and left-wing activists pushing an anti-law enforcement sentiment across the country. Exactly. Ultimately, David was murdered because the people who were supposed to protect our streets, active duty police officers, were ordered not to do their jobs. It's clear that the anti-law enforcement sentiment that's been fueled in this country by Democrat and left-wing activist rhetoric has gone too far. Yes, there are bad cops out there, but addressing bad policing by ordering no policing at all is not a solution. It is extremist, it is dangerous, and it cost my husband his life. She reflected on her 14-year marriage to the police captain up until he died June 2020 during the riots in St. Louis. Dorn revealed that her husband had been retired from the police force at the time, but never retired from serving his community. She's so sad. Yeah, he went back. I'm trying to remember that story, but I mean, he went back to the store to protect it, right? Uh, Yeah. He uh, he was at home and the rioting was happening, so he went back to the store to protect Mm -hmm. it. And then, uh, obviously, you know, lost Got his shot. life. Yeah. yeah, really sad. Very sad. And so senseless. It just didn't have to happen. Like she says, it didn't have to be that way. Um, but because of BLM and the response to those riots, that's the way it was. And so this man lost his life. Really, really sad. Uh, Very just sad. hate that it happened. And you know, there's a situation where a cop actually lost his life due to the rioting. And due to the violence and the chaos, and all they can do is continue to harp on January 6th. Yep. That's all they do. And they continue to talk about the fact that five people lost their lives in the rioting. No, they didn't. No. Now, two people did. Uh, Ashley Babbitt, who was shot in the neck by a cop. Okay, She was with the Trump people. She was killed. And then there was a woman who was uh, uh, being brutalized, apparently, by police officers. She she later died. She was supposedly trampled or something, kicked which, to which death. Which is possible. I, yeah. We have some. I've uh, on overtime today. I want to play some videos that I saw watched yesterday from January sixth. Uh, new angles mm-hmm. and new footage that I hadn't seen. Now, obviously, there's you know. A, thousands of hours of footage in this footage you see all the people with their phones and their cameras i mean it's thousands mm-hmm. of hours of different angles of footage but this guy was making a documentary and he's sh- it's a different uh angle and a different look at how the crowd reacted to the police wait what and how really how the crowd reacted to the police you know i don't know by helping them and wow, really? assisting them oh my like, pretty incredible is this part of the 14,000 hours they keep talking about that they will not release? I don't know where this where this came where if this if they have this, I'm assuming they do, uh, which is really strange because so many other 
people haven't released theirs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Haven't released there, but this guy uh, released some footage that uh, really incredible, really incredible footage, and it's out there. And you know, just I, I just hadn't seen it before, and okay. I thought we'll break wow, that down in nice. overtime today. How and hopefully I'm not, you know, if we're not underwater. Yeah, because look at the cup. It's, look at that. It's filled to the rim with the richness of brim. I mean, it's looking more, it's like Florida swampland underneath it. It's leaking. Well, yeah, so but that's much. just from the blowing and it's spilling out. That <laughs> that's not from the melting yet. Okay, so we'll see if it actually. I mean, when it happens, it's going to be obvious because it's going to really come out of that glass like you can't believe. Like they're going to be flooding like you've never like a dam broke. I mean, it's pretty close right now. <laughs> it's really close. <laughs> Okay, I mean, we'll see. Because I did fill it more; I it keep, filled it I over keep the top. To see the floating polar bear dead. I don't want it A federal appeals court has blocked an attempt by local police and federal agents to grab and keep. $69,000 in cash that was found in the trunk of a car. Here's another uh, another instance of civil asset forfeiture that the government just helps themselves to cash that people are carrying around on them. Isn't that special? It is Isn't special. special? Because then you don't have to lug it around yourself. They know what's best for they you. Do. They do, and they know that you shouldn't have that on you. Somebody could take it from you, so you shouldn't have it. <laughs> So they take it from you. Just to prove a point, you shouldn't have taken this cash out with you. See, there is no law against having large amounts of cash on you, whether you're driving in your car or you're traveling on a plane. I feel like there kind of is. There, It seems like it now. I feel like there kind of is now. Shouldn't be, but there kind of is. You're right. Because they keep doing this. Yeah. There was no evidence of a crime. There was no violation of the law to which the money could be connected. Uh, but they wanted it anyway. And so they took it. Okay. <laughs> they just took it. Oh, that's nice, though. But now the real owner of the cash, Derek McClellan, has a chance to explain to a jury why he kept his money where he did. He shouldn't have to explain that to anybody. No kidding. And why he shouldn't have to give it to federal agents. Case is being handled by the uh, Institute for Justice. They're helping people who have these asset forfeiture uh, situations. Good for them. And thank goodness they are. Yes. So uh, the decision was just released by the 4th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. The case involves a North Carolina man, Derek McClellan, who who was found asleep in his car with $69,940.50 in cash. Bastard. In the trunk. What are you doing with that money? So they found him asleep in his car. In a parking lot in 2019, there was an empty liquor bottle in the car, and he eventually pleaded guilty to public intoxication. But when police searched the car because he had the liquor bottle in there, uh, they took, this took $69,940.50 in his, in his uh, trunk. While the cash had no connection to any criminal charges and police did not prove the money was obtained illegally. They still seized the money through a process called, yes, civil forfeiture. Congratulations. <laughs> That's great. Isn't that great? 
Yeah. You so know they what? took it. You might have had it in there legally, but we're still going to take it. You didn't need it. <laughs> right. And you look, we see it. no evidence that you obtained it illegally. We see no evidence that it's not yours, uh, but we're going to take it anyway. Wait, um, are, are we in America still? No. No. No, you're not. You're no. not in America anymore. Uh, so federal prosecutors had no idea where the cash came from, but they filed a, a civil forfeiture complaint alleging that the cash had to be drug proceeds. Why? Why did it have to be? How do you know he didn't open a lemonade stand or save a lot of money from his job or whatever? In the government's view, only a drug dealer would have that much cash in a car. Right. Which I mean, is why they keep doing this. Right. And that's what started all of this. Yep. Right? That's what started all of this for, you know, as for our safety. Right. And the, the, the drug lords and the people dealing drugs and their ill-begotten gains. <laughs> a federal judge in South Carolina shortly later agreed. But the appeals court reversed the decision, thankfully, and ruled not using a bank does not necessarily make one a criminal. Thank huh. you. Huh. Thank you. I know. Some people use, uh, like, safety deposit boxes to keep their money safe. Yeah, yeah. which is a really good idea because then it's super, super, super safe. safe right? Nobody can mess with it. I accept the FBI when they come in and just take everything. <laughs> 80 million in cash. You and, see where they – th- and uh, there were stories now where they lied. Oh, yeah, they lied. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we talked lied, about right? that a few yeah. Times. yeah. Unbelievable. Right? Unbelievable. Yes. That's the and Los so, Angeles case. Eh, so – yeah, they lied. They said, oh, no, we're just looking into the company that owns the yeah, vault. Yeah, we're not going to break into every box. We're not looking into individuals at all. There's no implication here that individuals did anything wrong. So Take they go in, all. what do they do? They took Take it all. Take it all. Took absolutely everything in it, Take over $100 million in cash and, and valuables. You proved you're innocent. We'd, if, you, if, you're, if you're not guilty of anything, come to us, and we'll give you your stuff back. Well, yeah, prove it. Prove it that you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And the exact opposite of our justice system. It's so ridiculous. It's so asinine and unconstitutional. But uh, the case now go back, goes back to a jury. If the government is going to take money from someone, they should re- be required to provide real evidence that the money was obtained in an illegal way, not simply throw away baseless assumptions. Well, yeah, but not only that, but they should have to bring charges against yes. you and prove it in a court of law. You can't just take something just because you have evidence. Well, show the evidence in a court, convict me of some wrongdoing, and then maybe you take the money. Uh, but you certainly don't without any charges or any evidence. But that's what they're doing. Absolutely. Really amazing. It's, just absolutely outrageous what's going on. I'll tell you another thing that's outrageous. We're almost underwater. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. So, uh, right there. <laughs> We'll show it to you. We'll show you the flooding and what's going to happen to Miami and New Orleans, uh, Galveston, Texas during overtime. See you then.